0: We welcome into the program Brandon Solis and and Brandon first of all are you camping out for for the best seat?
1: Uh, Yeah no I I have the privilege of you know obviously having the credentials, (laughs) so no Uh, so that 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 is a that is a blessing right there to have to have that access but um yeah no apparently there's some tents out there not as 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 crazy as obviously that Texas game was but um you know the students are they're they're showing up so uh Mark Adams loves it so
0: what 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 do you anticipate tonight uh, uh at the game as far as attendance
1: uh it's going to be a packed house i mean obviously um with school back in session obviously they're full swing um you know that you have that, that little time when conference play does start where it's like december january the kids are still still out but um even during that time the kids came out and they, um, you know, they always pack the stands. The, you know, there's some of them, you know, stick around even during the break. And uh, now that they're all back, I mean, I'm expecting just a total crazy madhouse, uh, sold out. I mean, obviously, and um, not every 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 single seat. You know, some some things happen for folks where they really can't fill those seats, but uh, people in Lubbock are really good at getting tickets to people that will fill those seats if they can't make it. So I'm expecting, you know, you got a, a huge matchup and you know you're in the late stretch here and you're playing a really good Baylor team and everybody wants to see the Bears and the Red Raiders so i'm expecting that crowd to be to be pretty a pretty big one
2: tech now sitting in third place in conference behind Kansas and Baylor 15 and 0 at home is this an opportunity for the Red Raiders to start making that push and really signing in on where they might get picked on selection sunday
1: Oh yeah, for sure. And um, you know, I think they've been in really good uh, positions, but you know that Oklahoma game really hurt them because they were in a good spot right there to maybe you know go up and grab that uh, that first spot. But uh, a huge loss there, and then you know Baylor's momentum, Kansas is you know they're 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 looking really good. They're kind of streaking, you know, and if they can get this this win against Baylor. Obviously, it's going to be huge for them, but. Uh, you know, I think we've seen in the past where the Red Raiders are there. They're right there to maybe get up to that one spot and claim that that uh, conference championship, that regular season title. But um, you know, most of the times they, they, you know, they usually need help going in. And right now, I'm just thinking that Kansas and Baylor probably aren't, or are probably just going to keep rolling. You know, you need some other teams to you know come up and beat them. But um, I, I think the Red Raiders, they're going to be in a good spot no matter what. So I think they're going to be happy with with moving forward as long as, you know, the wheels just don't completely fall off on him.
3: Looking at tonight's game, uh, obviously Baylor's coming in shorthanded. Jonathan Chomachachua is done for the season. In the first meeting, I was really impressed with Santos Silva and the way he was able to attack the middle. Are you expecting a big game from him tonight with Baylor shorthanded in the paint?
1: Yes, and him and, uh, you know, Kevin O'Banner's really been um, a, a factor at some points. So, you know, when Texas did come into town, you know, the three ball worked for him. Sometimes it doesn't work for him, though. Sometimes we've seen him really struggle uh Marcus Santos Silva he's been really good off the bench uh, last year you know he was he was a starter for you I think he's a little more comfortable obviously coming off that bench with a little bit of, of a less sense of pressure on his on his back and on the shoulders And I think Mark Adams has really found uh, Marcus's potential um you know then Kevin McCuller his his situation and you know the Red Raiders might be a little bit short but other than that I think uh you know, uh, why not change? Don't change the game plan against the Bears if it weren't the first time, obviously. So, um, but yeah, I'm expecting probably some of those bench guys, especially Terrence Chandler Jr. to, you know, maybe come in and just kind of, you know, take over the game.
0: Busy with Brandon Salies from com. This is the uh, the 26th game under Coach uh, Adams. Hey, have you noticed a distinct difference between how he coaches this basketball team and how Chris Beard coached the team?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I think uh, you see a little bit of similarities. I think you know when you're mm-hmm. you're seeing that. Oh, and Mark Adams really did kind of just run this defense. That that hasn't changed. Offense, you can see Barrett Perry, um, his offensive assistant that he brought in. Um, kind, of, you can kind of see his thumbprint and how he is really really involved with that offense and just um you know just when he walks the sidelines, Mark Adams. I mean, the, the demeanor is different than Chris Beard. Chris Beard the character. You know, Chris Beard has that personality that that people love and what you know got him to you know the national championship after you know two or three years of being being at Texas Tech he has the you know the press conference answers Mark Adams he's not necessarily going to give you that and you know that I think they're they're totally obviously totally okay with that but uh he's he's just more a little way back and you know he, he can be a little funny at times but uh I think the only difference there is uh, that you can really see is just kind of demeanor-wise with those two. They're just kind of a little bit different.
2: Is the key to this offense about sharing the basketball and making the easy plays?
1: Yes, and if they get in their way, usually that's when when the wheels fall off for them, like I said. Uh, If they make their – they kind of, like, get in their own way, and Mark Adams has said this before, they get in their own way. They start, you know, turning that ball over, kind of get sloppy with it. That's when other teams, like you saw Oklahoma, really, they hit they hit three-point shot a lot, but they were also kind of making the Red Raiders kind of make their own mistakes, forcing them into pressure situations where they kind of just can't really think on the, on the move, and that's when you see them kind of really struggle when they get in their own way, so um it, it's going to be something to watch out for, especially with Baylor and how good Baylor is, and, you know, after this is the second meeting, and they're coming to the Lubbock, and obviously fifteen or no, they, they, they know what's on the what, the what the opportunity is for Baylor. So I think when you kinda of look at it, as long as the Red Raiders kinda of just don't hurt themselves, and I think that goes for every team, but especially for the Red Raiders, uh, they don't really hurt themselves when they really have a chance to, to win any game that they're in.
3: Brandon, as far as football goes, I don't think it's any surprise Joey McGuire and James Blanchard have been absolutely killing it on the recruiting trail. And then you add what the Matador Club is doing with the NIL deals up there. Could you talk a little bit about how those two go hand-in-hand and what the expectations are going forward for that Texas Tech football team?
1: Yeah, and, uh, you know, I talked to somebody uh, that was involved with the Matador Club, and, you know, they're 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 thrilled. They're thrilled to have that going on. They're, um, you know, happy to be providing for Joey McGuire, who – um, and I talked to a recent commit uh, about Joey and how he uh, – a commit from Lubbock, um, Marcus, Ramon, Edwards. Talked to him a little bit, and he was kind of like his enthusiasm is unmatched. He's a guy that you want to work for, and that's something that he was like when I got that. He, he got an offer from, uh, I believe he said, uh, TCU and Texas Tech, and that's probably about it. But he said once Tech, obviously being a Lubbock guy, he really wanted to go here. But he, what really sold him was Joey McGuire's enthusiasm. And what really sold the Matterhorn Club was Joey McGuire's vision and enthusiasm. It, it's unmatched already, and he has a huge signing class coming in, you know, um, you know next year and stuff. And he's got a lot of big names on the recruiting trail. And and I think we've always mentioned it about Joey McGuire, his uh, high school connections. It's something to talk about, it, but it's something to see it happen once he actually got the job, once the bowl game was over, and he just. Came right in and he just started, you know, signing all these kids. And you can see that his high school connections were not a joke. We probably even underestimated how good his connections were, even though we knew that they were already great. So, um, and the Matero Club, like you mentioned, they see that and they're willing to invest in these guys. It just goes hand in hand. Everybody kind of wants to be a Red Raider, and he has the backing already. Um, obviously, you want to see that transition on the on the football field. Something that we haven't really seen in the past few years. But early on preseason-wise, looking at it, yeah, he ha- he has the backing of the Red Raider Nation, which is uh, a huge step one for him.
0: Brandon, uh, let's uh, let's talk a little baseball. It's 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 finally here this weekend. The uh, the uh, college baseball season opens, and the Red Raiders are going to be up in Arlington playing in a tournament there. We get with uh, Michigan, Auburn, and Arizona to open up the season. So here we go.
1: Yes, yes, and you it's going to be a little different because I was kind of you know looking at the roster, thinking to myself like. You know, you got a, uh, you got your young, you got your, uh, you know, these Cal Conley, you know, all these guys that you kind of know about. But majority of the part is the foundation of this team. And when I say foundation, I mean I'm talking about, you know, the the older young, the Josh Young, uh, Cam Warren, all these guys that built this program. There's no, there's no name like household names on this roster. They're very young. They're going to be guys that you're going to have to kind of learn on the fly. But they're very talented and that's something Tadlock will tell you. He's like, Yeah, you're not gonna get your you know, you're not gonna know who's gonna be an outfield in the mid midweek series, like um it could be a freshman out there or you know, on the mound even there could be a freshman on the mound that you have no idea, you've never heard his name or unless you, you're just a diehard Red Raider baseball fan that knows the roster, it's gonna be somebody you haven't really seen in the past. But they're gonna be he he believes that they're gonna be um household names pretty soon and you know, they they are a loaded talented young roster they're a little bit unproven right now um in some spots and you're you're trying to figure out where people are going to fit in the infield i think more or less uh, a little bit and um right now they're they're just kind of riding the the fact that uh they're kind of just you know a little bit unknown they're they're going to find out who they are really early um talk to a couple coaches and uh they they believe they're going to be a really big home run hidden team they believe they have power bats um it's just They're just a young team that people are going to have to kind of get to know these guys as the season progresses, but they still have those high hopes of Omaha, which that will never change with uh, Tim Tadlock at the helm.
2: Coach McGuire set the spring game for April 23rd and spring training, just about to get underway for the Red Raiders with everything that coach McGuire has done going through Red Raider land and, and also just being a big presence on campus. Is there more excitement this spring just because people want to know what this team is going to look like and because of the fact of his big personality?
1: Yeah, for sure. And that's something that uh, is very uh, noticeable that you know, you went with Cliff Kingsbury who, you know, Red Raider Nation already knew, you know, he was an alum. He they knew this guy, they knew they knew Cliff, obviously that didn't work out. Bringing in Matt Wells a little bit of an underwhelming hire. Um, you know, Utah state, he had the the head coaching uh, experience. He had a couple, you know, Mountain West Conference titles, but still a little bit unknown to Division One football. You bring in Joey McGuire, who wasn't a, wasn't a head coach, but for some reason everybody knows him because they knew what he built at Baylor and those high school connections I was telling you about. So kind of mixing those in, everybody kind of knew that uh, Joey was you know, kind of the man behind that uh, that scene there in Baylor, kind of making all that work and recruiting. So everybody was excited about that part, and then you see him and, you know, like uh, against Texas, obviously Ric Flair. One of he uses the uh, Ric Flair GIF on Twitter whenever he lands commit. But then actually seeing him with Ric Flair, with the energy was insane. Um, they're both just feeding off each other, and uh, that was just the glimmer of what the fall could look like. And I think Red Raider Nation obviously wants a coach on the sidelines that's going to be a little bit animated, that's not afraid to maybe get in the rest face and you know argue a call. They love that. They they want to see that. They want to see the head coach you know fighting for their team I think Joey McGuire is going to fit that mold pretty well and then just seeing how he knew that that was going to be a big part of the job when he took it was to really connect with the fans uh, in it in a program you know that's really struggling the past you know decade obviously and you know you had Patrick, Patrick Mahomes at the helm and you you really didn't win much with him and they're kind of like okay are you the guy to turn this around so you know, like I said, he's doing a really great job right now, I guess, until we see him on that football field. though, I think you're going to see, you know, maybe that momentum carry if he can get some big wins, you know, pretty early on and really just help his backing uh, by just by just winning some games.
3: I mean, those connections at the high school level for Joey are no joke, but they go deeper than that. It's also the connections he's got now in the, in the NFL. Did you talk a little bit about Matt Rule coming out to Lubbock and headlining that coaching clinic, and who are some of the other guys that we can expect behind Rule?
1: Yes. Uh, I know um, uh, Joey's son, uh, obviously, I think he works with uh, with Matt. I think he's he's been around um, whenever, you know, they're kind of just building this thing. But um, guess-wise, you know, I'm not too sure, but I know the Red Raider fans are kind of like, oh, Matt Rule, that's kind of cool, even though he was, you know, the Baylor head coach. And, you know, there's, you know, that little bit of a rivalry. But the fact that, you know, he is at Carolina and that – He's taking his time to come to Lubbock. I think people, he, a lot of people love that. They love seeing that. They loved uh, knowing the fact that that's an active NFL head coach that's going to come out and is supporting your head coach. So that's something that we have never like really seen here. Um, you know, we have Red Raider uh, head coaches like, you know, in the past like Anthony Lynn and such, but um, you never had somebody really come out and like do an event or something like that, like a Matt Rule in his position that he's in right now. So I think. Uh, I think that's something that, you know, we can watch out for is the fact that, you know, you do mention that NFL that NFL ties, and, you know, Joey McGuire has, seems like he has ties everywhere. So um, and it was really nice for, for uh, just Red Raiders to kind of see that, you know, Matt Rule, even though he was a Baylor coach, is coming to Lubbock to kind of support, you know, our guy here. Uh, people, people ate it up, and they're really excited for it.
3: As far as kind of going hand-in-hand with that NIL deal with the Matador uh, club, Texas Tech is one of the programs who are, have got out in front of this and are allowing custom jerseys. With that being said, have you got your Ward-Whites throwback yet?
1: Eh. <laughs> Not yet, but those throwbacks are awesome. I'll take one if, if they come <laughs> available. I'll be first in line. Those throwback jerseys, are, they're something. So.
0: <laughs> uh, hey, hey, Brandon, man, uh, we appreciate it. What do you guys got working uh, right now on uh, RedRaiderSports.com?
1: I have a couple of, um, the recruit I mentioned, I talked to him. I have a story coming on that. i a great young man and uh, a really good story. I have a story, uh, two stories coming out, uh, hopefully by this weekend and or hopefully by, you know, um, next week, I guess and by now, but, um, personally I have those, a uh, couple of recruit stories, um, some baseball previews, obviously we're gonna have, uh, some live threads on our site with the baseball, um, you know, opening in Arlington this week and, now it's kind of that busy time where, you know, I think y'all know how this goes, baseball, <laughs> basketball, kind of all going. So uh, we'll have all that, though, on our site and ready to go.
0: There you go. Hey, we appreciate it, Randy. Thanks so much. For sure. That is uh, Brandon Salise from uh, com.